Welcome to our Friday series on God's Generals. In today's episode, Tim Baker shares his journey of redemption. When I committed adultery, um, well, it's what, 20, 20 some years ago now, and the whole world still seems how. They always remember your sin. That's the, that's the wages of sin. Sin, mm. sin somehow seems to hang with you. Mm. You know, you could do a million good things, but one sin will stay there. Mm. And that's what is so diabolical from Satan. Your whole life can be spent trying to do good things, but when you do an evil thing, it, it just, the price of it, the wages of it that come back to you is just unbelievable. Now, you still feel the pain of that, don't you? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, you feel, the one, wonderful thing is that God has forgiven me, <laughs> and he yeah. forgave me immediately afterwards when I repented of the sin. And so have a lot of other people. But too. people many times have a hard time forgiving mm -hmm. and a hard time uh, not forgetting it mm. you know well let me ask it this way when in your book in fact on page 18 it says when you went in to that room you opened the door that's right you had no idea what the consequences would be i opened the door to satan mm. sin opens the door sin is rebellion against god's word mm. the bible says i like, saw who is the king i mean he had it all and, and in my life, I had it all. I had, you know, I had fame. I had a television program reaching the world. And I lost it all. Really, the opening, it wasn't that sin that brought me down. It was the sin opened the door. Other things began to take place. Mm. And that's, I, had, I wrote a 700-page book to try to explain all of what's happened. That's it's, well put. You know. Now, in, in your book, you also said that it was your willful stubbornness. That really touched my heart. Well, that's what sin is. Sin is a rebellion against God. It is saying, I believe uh, I'm right. I believe I can do what I want to do, even though God says, do not commit adultery. Do not murder. Do not steal. Uh, sin is just rebellion against God's word. Because we rationalize, wait, all oh, that little thing can't be bad. I had one old <laughs> doctor told me one time, he said, well, what could be two uh, bodies rubbing together? Why, why would that be such an awful sin? You know, well, it, it's a sin because God says, do not commit adultery. Mm. And we know now that the wages of this sin, as the Bible says, is death, but it's, it's that opening door, as you said. See, mm. that's, that's what's so dangerous. It opens the door, not just to venereal diseases, not just to, to all those, but it opens the door to destroy the marriage, destroy the home, destroy the family, destroy and destroy you. you. Yeah. Well, immediately I repented. Mm. Immediately I knew. In fact, as I walked out of that hotel room door, I knew what a horrible sin I had committed. And that's the pain. You know, Christ erases sin, but you never can erase it from your memory of the fact that you have rebelled against the Savior who died for you. You know, and that, that, that pain of living with it uh, 
you know, we can rationalize, well, I did it because of this, or I did it because of that. And there was lots of reasoning, lots of things happening. But it boils down, it was my stubborn, willful sin that, that accomplished this devastation in my own life. Now, tell us about the power of unforgiveness in your life. Well, it was almost 10 years before my sin became public knowledge. You know, a lot of people understand the timing and all of that. And so I was building ministry, preaching the gospel. I had already repented, so I believe God had forgiven me. But when people have knowledge of it, they don't forgive. And that is the open doors, you see. That was the door. I opened the door myself to the enemy. And then you find out that maybe not all that you think are enemies, all of those who... Some of those I thought were godly friends became the enemy. They became the accuser. Uh, and they were the ones who be, then began. And anybody who I ever offended seemed to join together. It's amazing how a common enemy can bring other enemies together. Oh, my goodness. What was the breakthrough that even allowed you to understand the word in the middle of all that terror and panic? Well, as I said, I began to, I stayed in the word. I began to pray in the word. I began to do the word. God began to speak to my heart. One of the key, key messages of the words of Christ, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, is forgiveness. When I realized that Jesus taught, if I didn't forgive, I would not be forgiven. Well, I wrote them all out. Everything about forgiveness. Hey, it wasn't just forgive with, oh, I forgive you. It was, if you do not forgive from your heart. So I began to make a list of everyone who I was mad at, everyone that I was hurt about, everyone who had lied about me, everyone who helped put me. I mean, I put the judge down. I put the prosecutors down. I put the preachers down that proclaimed against me. I put everyone down. And, and, and the list was so big and, and uh, you know, uh, that there were some people I didn't want anybody to read their names. So I put their initials down and only I knew them because I had this list there. And honestly, Robert, there was days when I did not live in forgiveness. I was angry. I wanted to hurt some people. I mean, you get angry, you, you know. But as I prayed and repented, I began some days... I'd say, all right, God, you asked me to forgive them all. I'm reading you their names today, but that's as far as I'm going. So I just read them to God. Here's their names, God. And there was no forgiveness. But, but he said, from the heart, he says, if you do not forgive, you will not be forgiven. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. I needed mercy. I needed forgiveness. So I had to, from my heart, and I believe what set me free from prison, what began the the turnaround in my life, the miracle, which we don't have time to talk about, but the miracle of God setting me free from prison after a 45-year sentence came as uh, through forgiveness. For, and I believe God's Spirit spoke to me, if I had not forgiven, I would still be in prison this day at this moment. I was to pray for my enemies. Bless them. I wrote this to, to many friends I put out my prison epistle. Finally, it was like people were writing me, and I would write back. And I got more bad mail 
from writing to people that we had to forgive those who have even helped put me in prison. We had to forgive everyone. I was shocked how, and then when I said, we're to pray for God to bless them, they couldn't tolerate that. But see, we don't understand God's blessing because we, we think of blessing as being cars or houses or lands or something. But if you know scriptural blessing, it's praying for them to find Christ, praying for them to, to really be used of God. To be redeemed. Soul winners. And, and those are the blessings of God. Now, you've been redeemed. Look at your life today. What's the most exciting uh, benefit that you've had uh, from forgiving uh, so many people, so many personal hurts. Well, having the forgiveness for myself, having this, this awesome forgiveness from God to knowing that uh, as you study the Bible, that's where you have to have the Word. God is the God of the second chance. The Word of God came in a Jonah the second time. I read that, you know. Then I read about David, how, you know, David did a lot of bad things. But yet he's the man after God's own heart. Even at the end of his life, God's telling his son Solomon, be as your father, a man after my own heart. So we see that it wasn't the fact that David sinned. It was the fact that David kept his heart in right relationship to God. Saul sinned and God did not forgive it. Saul was banished. He hardened Why? It was his heart. It was, it's the, all about the reality of God looking inside of us. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. To learn more about Coach Rob Sanders and his video courses, visit wealthcoachcoach.com.